Welcome to the Life Right Here, Inner Medicine Tools for Present Moment Living. I'm your host, Emma Waters, yoga teacher, educator, and inner medicine coach. We'll explore all things yoga, Ayurveda, and contemplative practice to give you practical tools and insight to reduce overwhelm, soothe the nervous system, and remind you of who you are at your core, right here in this moment. The Life Right Here is your weekly prescription of peace, presence, and power. Let's tune in. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 28 of the Life Right Here podcast. And today's episode is a little bit of a reflection or behind the scenes look at my recent retreat at Nobby's Creek in northern New South Wales. And I'm sorry if the bird noise is pretty hectic this afternoon. It's too hot to shut my window. And so you'll just have to hear that in the background today. The reason I decided to talk about this topic is because I'm still actually on a bit of a high after a fabulous time with an amazing group of women. And this retreat has been a long time in the making. It's something I've wanted to bring to life for years. And so it was a very proud moment to get this off the ground and happening and to have such a wonderful time away. Despite very little sleep, (laughs) as I'm a shocker sleeping anywhere out of my own bed. So actually, I'm still recovering from that. But it's also a chance selfishly for me to really process the whole experience from start to finish and give a few thoughts on lessons learned and how you might apply that to something you're trying to bring to life in the world right now. No matter how small that thing seems to be, small steps add up to big changes. So for me, there was a lot of fear actually around putting together a retreat because there's a financial risk involved in paying deposits for accommodation and a caterer and then worrying that maybe no one will sign up. Although I did have people from my yoga community express a lot of interest in coming. So I felt I could at least cover the costs. And it was actually on a tour of the property that I chose to have my first retreat at, Heart and Soul Retreat Space, which was just incredible. That One of the owners, Jerry, said, Emma, you just have to take the leap and put it out there and trust that it will happen or something along those lines. I can't remember the exact words he used, but I thought, yeah, if this is something you want to do, then you have to start somewhere, start with the first step of booking the accommodation rather than trying to have it all figured out and dream up what ifs. You just can't let your mind go there. You just take the next step and trust that you will be supported in the process. And so I did. And also as a highly sensitive person, I knew that holding space For four days by myself, essentially, would take its toll on me energetically. And as it turned out, I probably only slept for a few hours each night. So I planned to really support myself in the week after the retreat, which I am doing, with enough space for rest 
and reintegration. And that sounds like a strong word to use, but honestly, it felt like just a bubble up there in the hinterland. Focused on the seven women that attended and making sure everything ran smoothly and then setting up for and tweaking the content of the next session. I really didn't stop other than at meals, but I loved every minute of it. (laughs) So for me, it's not the same experience, although I absolutely loved it as it was for the women who attended dealing with highs and lows of emotions and making sure everything flowed and that people were happy and coping okay with whatever was coming up, that does take a lot of energy. And because this is something I want to do at least twice a year in these early years of it, then particularly with my sensitivities, I have to adjust the week in the lead up to it and the week after to bring myself really back down to earth. (laughs) It's really felt like that. So supporting yourself in the process of bringing something to life to do it in a sustainable way is really important. And to acknowledge times in your life where you're giving more so that you can compensate by giving to yourself once that intense period is over because we all have those times at work or in family life and so in case you're interested in going on a retreat but have never been on one I thought I'd give you a little behind the scenes tour verbally you'll have to picture it in your head (laughs) or go to my Instagram and I have some reels there of the actual retreat space heart and soul where I will be hosting March or possibly April retreats every year. It's a really special place. So everyone arrived at the venue at 2pm on the Thursday and we had a little tour and I showed the guests which rooms they were in and they settled in. We had a few nibbles and a cool drink. It was really, it was an unseasonably hot weekend. (laughs) And then at 3 p.m. we had our welcoming circle. And if you've never sat in circle with other women, this is truly a really powerful process of connection and self-reflection and sharing. And so our first circle, we just shared how we were feeling upon arrival. And I must say here, some of the women mentioned they were a bit nervous. They'd never been on retreat or done anything like this, which is a totally normal thing to feel because... You're going into the unknown a little with that. I gave them a schedule, but I didn't really tell them what we're going to be doing in each session. Some retreats might be about pure relaxation or indulgence or just a mindfulness. Mine are definitely about relaxation and taking time out. But these circles are also an opportunity to take our yoga off the mat and take a true and honest look at life and what's been going on internally of late. And it felt like a real coming together of of my yoga teaching and coaching skills. And that process is not always comfortable. Actually, it rarely is comfortable. (laughs) But when the tone is set right, and we did that by exploring vulnerability and what that means to us and our relationship to it in that first circle, and we start to connect with the women there, we feel safe to go a little deeper and share a little more vulnerably each and every time we sit in circle. And I envisage that year after year, we go deeper still. 
And so our daily schedule was early morning yoga, pranayama and chanting. We did that 6.30 to 8.15 each day, which sounds like a lot, but everyone said it just flew by because we weren't rushing to get to the next thing like we would maybe be doing in a weekly yoga class. Then we'd have brekkie waiting for us, which was such a treat to just sit down and eat, provided by an amazing woman, Danu, who was just such a divine addition to this group. We all loved her and her food and her energy was amazing. We felt very blessed to have Danu there behind the scenes, nourishing us, because the group was actually made up of all mothers and one grandmother as well who for the most part are making dinner every night for their families, often after long, busy days. I think I actually heard someone say, I want to marry Danu. <laughs> I think we all did. And so meal times was just the best. I haven't laughed so much in a long time. There was banter, sharing of birth stories and other gross mealtime conversations, and we just cackled. And to tell you the truth, after three nights of barely any sleep, I was starting to go into a bit of a delirious haze of giggling about anything, which some of you have experienced by me, but for others, it was quite the revelation. Then after Brecky the retreat, guests would have some free time before we met in circle from 11 to 12.30 with a different theme and process of kind of peeling back some layers each day. We'd then have lunch and some more free time. And actually, it was so hot during our time there, which is not usual. It was a heat wave. And so Jerry came down and invited us to come up to his house. He lives on the property next door for a swim in his beautiful pool, which is not a usual invitation. So if you come on another of my retreats, it may not happen again. But it was such a blessing. It was 36 degrees and so humid with not a whisper of wind until the final day. So we were so thankful for that. It was a lifesaver. And then afternoons consisted of yin yoga and yoga nidra, which is guided relaxation, before dinner and a cuppa and a bit of a chat. And then two of the nights we did different forms of meditation before practicing silence from about 9 or 9.15 p.m. until the next morning after yoga. And I didn't check on how that went, actually. People may have broken that. Actually, I guarantee you they did. But I encouraged it nonetheless. And it was really quiet from that time. It just supports a real turning inward and introspection. We also have friends from Krishna Village, my friend Leela and Tulsi, they came and ran a kirtan for us on the Saturday afternoon, which was just such a lovely treat and everyone loved doing something new and different. It was really beautiful and it gave me a chance to just have someone else hold the space as well during a big weekend. The things that really stood out to me as powerful and transformative were just this extra time to spend practicing yoga. All up, they were doing over three hours of yoga a day, the various practices, not just asana, and then 45 minutes in the evening as well, which is so powerful. And particularly if your practice is just a weekly class, which is great, or a couple of times a week, this daily on consecutive days of a longer time practicing has a huge impact physically, mentally, emotionally. 
which was incredible to witness and be reminded of the power of this practice to shift stagnation, to shift perspective and to bring vibrancy and awareness to people's bodies and their minds and then their hearts. The second thing was just the power of human connection, particularly when women come together and witness each other and share what's going on for them and allow themselves space. It's so healing and re-energizing to feel seen and heard is truly a powerful thing. The women that came will never forget that retreat and I won't either. Personally, it felt like an initiation, an up-leveling of my own self-belief and capabilities as a space holder, and I feel really proud of it. I gave 100% (laughs) of my heart and mind and skill and soul to creating that retreat, and it really felt divinely inspired in many ways. I could feel it in terms of how the sessions came together, having Danu join us as caterer and heartfelt supporter and the connection with the land and those who run heart and soul retreat space. It was just magical. It was a container that felt very potent and will always be in my heart. Probably the first time you do anything is a really memorable experience. And so some lessons or advice for you, if there's something you're feeling called to bring to life or do in your life. This could be the smallest thing that you just keep putting off. Back yourself and take the leap. Even if you're scared, I was petrified. (laughs) But with support, particularly from friends and family and my students, as well as having a coach to message frantically when things feel like they're falling apart and you can't do it, they can talk you back down, cheer you on, hold you accountable to what you want to do. And I could not have done that without my business coach, Beck Cazillo. Shout out to her for her amazing cheerleading behind the scenes. Make space for stillness and silence, particularly when you're feeling like you've got no time for it. (laughs) That's when you need it to hold a steady ground and stay on track with what you want to achieve. My third lesson would be just take the first step and I've already said this it might be reaching out to a coach for support it might be booking a venue to hold a workshop if it's something like that that you want to bring to life or making time in your schedule to just attend a class the next step will appear trust that and trust your ability to handle whatever comes and then probably the final thing is You're going to feel vulnerable when getting out of your comfort zone. Like women did just coming on my retreat. But they will tell you they're so glad they didn't succumb to that voice saying it's too scary because or or I don't want to go there. I don't want to look at what's going inside. If I stop and look, everything's going to fall apart. (laughs) It might fall apart for a little bit, but we'll be able to put it all back together. (laughs) Because the reward for that temporary discomfort was so worth it and in the words of Brené Brown she was a big inspiration for this retreat too she says vulnerability is the birthplace of love belonging joy courage empathy and creativity it's the source of hope accountability and authenticity 
if we want greater clarity in our purpose or deeper and more meaningful spiritual lives, vulnerability is the path. And we certainly saw that come to life over this past weekend at my inner medicine retreat. I hope this gave you a little insight around bringing something like this to life and what to expect on one of my retreats. They're not all about relaxation, but they're truly powerful. And I hope that you will step up into your life and join us on one soon. My next one coming up is October 27th to the 29th. That's 2023 at Karawina House in the Blue Mountains, Karajong, New South Wales. And I think it's going to sell pretty quickly. I'll be releasing details of that in April. So be on the lookout in my podcast. I'll let you know. And also on Instagram. Thank you, my friends. Might be time for a nap now (laughs) to catch up on those three nights that I didn't sleep. And don't forget, if you're wanting to bring something to life, anything to life in the world, or take a closer look at what's going on for you right now and how you can feel more presence, peace and power over your daily life, then check out my coaching page on my website. I'll put a link in the show notes. I have a couple of spaces opening up at the end of April and I'd love to have you join me for a three-month intensive journey into you. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. 